Hi, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Pilot Mentor Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up, because the aviation mentors are taking off. So today we have a really special guest, a good friend of mine. Uh, his name's Corey Barnett. Uh, he's been a, a pilot for about five years or working on becoming a pilot, and he's currently a flight instructor, uh, working as a flight instructor and also working on a CFII, which is a flight instructor instrument rating. He's got a really awesome uh, journey on how he got here, and I think the beginning of it is quite funny uh, myself. Uh, so we want to invite him on the podcast today to share his journey and uh, some CFI tips and and what, what made him proud and and some little things on, on how he got into aviation. So... Uh, we've got Corey Barnett with us today. So how are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for being on with us today, Corey. So we want to start with the beginning, really. How'd you get into aviation? What got you started? Uh, well, I've always been in in loving aviation, just never really wanted, never really took the time to do it. Always had other things going on in my life. Uh, and then my better half has also always really been into aviation. So I thought one one year I go for her birthday, it'd be fun, Give her get a discovery flight. Uh, do a flight here in Southern California out to over Catalina Island and back. That'd be fun. Uh, we show up, do a little pre-flight. I jump in the back. She's up front with the the instructor, and we take off. And we get about seven hundred feet off the end of the runway, and she decided that flying is not for her. She likes riding in airplanes, but she does not want to fly an airplane. Um, and she knew I enjoyed it, so the idea was we were going to go fly out, fly right back, and be done. So she started asking about the island. Instructor says, oh, there's an airport there. And she goes, oh, that'd be cool. Maybe we should land there. And, you know, knowing I knew her that she wanted to switch seats. Instructor didn't want to do it. So she basically, over the course of the 20 minutes out to the island, bullied this instructor till he landed the airplane so we could get a hamburger. And... You know, got the hamburger, bought him lunch, and then she's, oh, you know what? Why don't we just switch seats? That'll be fun, you know, trying to act like it's spontaneous. And I'm in the back just kind of <laughs> grumpy watching her doing this, knowing what she's going to do. Uh, so we switched seats, and, you know, it was my first time kind of in the front seat of a small airplane or any airplane, and loved it from the very first second. It was the exact opposite of her. You know, I took off, and I'm ready to go for another three, four hours. Like, let's run it to where I had a gas. I'm having a blast. Uh, came back, landed, said, that's what I want to do. Let's let, let's fly airplanes. And so started training. Um, kind of thought, you know, maybe a job one day, do a career change. But really, it was kind of for fun with the possibility of doing it as for money. Then as it progressed, just still loving it. And just, you know, it's a ton of fun. So finally got to the point where, you know what, let me just hammer out with the pandemic, especially. I said, let me just hammer out my ratings. Kind of just spent the money and just hammered out my commercial, hammered out my CFI and started doing it. And now instead of paying for airplanes, I get paid to be in airplanes. It's, you know, it's an awesome, awesome setup. I think that's the best part about that transition from, you know, just being a normal pilot to going to CFI. We start getting paid to do it instead of paying to do it. It's usually the best part. Yeah, it's a lot better. I bet. Uh, so what keeps you going today now that you're a CFI? What drives you? Uh, drives me now is I, I kind of enjoy the challenge. You know, it, it's, you know, the job is still fun. Like to me, it's not work, you know, to come and fly around in airplanes all day is not a job. But, you know, the, the job part, I guess, is kind of where you, you know, getting your students and, you know, the, the fun of kind of teaching them and, and seeing 
you know, kind of that fun you felt in the beginning and how everything was new and super exciting, kind of getting to see that in them every day. And you teach them something new and, you know, especially things like when you first teach someone stalls, you know, everybody has this thing in their head and you can see like the fear because what they have in their head and then they finally learn how to do it. And you see kind of that, that switch flip and they realize, oh, I can do this. It's not a scary thing. It's something I can't, I can't do. I am able to do this. And, you know, so I, I really, really enjoy that. That's way cool, Corey. I, I absolutely, I love hearing stories like that. And it kind of brings up something else that I have a question on. What was your most nerve wracking moment you've had with a student? Like what really got you going? Was it in the beginning of your CFI career? Is, was it yesterday? Was it earlier this morning? Like when did it happen along along your CFI career so far and, and what was it and how did it make you feel? If you can give us some detail about that, I'm sure there's several instructors or soon to be flight instructors out there that would love to hear about that. Um, I've been more or less lucky. I haven't had too many like really nerve wracking. Um, I'm, you know, I got kind of two stories come to mind. One was my very early days of, of flight instructing as I went up with somebody else's student and I'm still relatively new. And I, you know, so he, we were doing uh, power on stalls. We're doing a maneuver and he looked good. And so I was a new CFI and I kind of relaxed a little too much. And so at the, the very end, he kind of messed up the maneuver and the plane went into a spin. Uh, Nerve wracking for me because I was very much not ready for the plane to do that. And I realized I wasn't as cool and collected as I hoped uh, when something goes wrong. So that was kind of a big eye opener for me. Um, so as far like an internal, like frustrating is just, you know, you, you get some students where their ideas and your ideas don't necessarily match up. And so, you know, you'll explain something one way they decide they want to do it another. And sometimes the way they decide is they, what they think is the better way is the more dangerous way. And you end up in an airplane, you know, a couple miles from the runway, a hundred feet off the ground and you have the stall horn going off. and you know, it's going to be a little bit, little bit of work to recover that. And, and, you know, where it's very nerve wracking is, you know, a new student, that's not, a, you know, that can happen, but where it's nerve wracking is, you know, when you have a student that they don't see anything wrong with that, they don't understand that, you know, the plane's in a position you don't want the plane in. And you try to explain to them that this is not how you want an airplane to be. And they don't get it. And you don't know really how to explain it a different way to say, you know, this is how we die don't do this. And they look at you and they go, no, I think it was fine. And it just doesn't click. So that's what's nerve wracking. That sounds like some of those uh, hazardous attitudes that some students have. That's how the FAA puts it. And those hazardous attitudes are real. I mean, if anybody kind of needs a, a humble check every once in a while on themselves, they should really look at those uh, hazardous attitudes because sometimes we all display them. I know I've displayed them once or twice before. And as soon as you realize that you just have to kind of check yourself and for new students that don't quite understand that, um, being a, a flight instructor, it's kind of hard to explain that to them. Um, especially when, when they're one, one of these people that might be in a high profile position in a job or something like that. And they're used to being in control. And, uh, all of a sudden they're in an atmosphere where they're not in control and that's kind of hard for people, don't you think? Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, you, you know, you, as, I mean, one of the, the big, the harder parts of being a CFI, I think, is just being able to adapt 
and read other people's personalities. So as you, you know, as you meet a new student, kind of figure out what their personality is and be able to adapt your training methods to their personality. Cause you know, not everybody's exactly like you. And sometimes, you know, people who, you know, maybe they're, they own a couple businesses and they're used to telling everybody what to do. And now they come in, you know, they're a, an expert in their field and now they come to your field and, you know, now I'm the expert, you know, at this, you know, and at this point when they're a private pilot or a student pilot, I should say, um, you know, and I've, I've said to students, you know, at this point in your career, I know more than you, you're, you're hopefully will get to a point where you know more than me, but right now I'm not I'm not talking to talk, you know, and so sometimes it can be a little bit, you know, you have to really kind of read them and, and understand and be able to kind of develop of an approach that is going to keep, you know, make, ensure they're a success. You know, I'm not, you know, we don't want to discourage them. We want to keep them motivated and happy. And, you know, sometimes the hardest part is kind of coming up with that plan of how you're going to approach a student that might be challenging for you. Um, and that's where you, you know, working at a good school that has a good flight instructors where you can kind of collaborate together and say, here's the issues I'm having. And we work together and and sometimes you can get that inspiration from a, some another CFI who's maybe had something similar and move forward and hopefully take lead them to their check card. That's awesome. And I know we're talking about kind of a bunch of the negative things, but I want to bring it over to a positive. Uh, I want to talk about kind of what makes you incredibly proud as a CFI? Because I have got several things. I mean, um, just month or two ago, I was flying with my son, Austin, uh, in the Icon, and we just landed in Long Beach Harbor. And we we're having a blast on the water and we came, we were actually going to Chino and uh, we went over to Chino airport and uh, Austin wanted to land the airplane all by himself. And I said, okay, well, you know how to keep your airspeed. So I told him to keep the airspeed at what we needed it to be. And he knew when to put the landing gear down and all that stuff. And, and he was able to land that airplane without my instruction whatsoever. And that was like a proud dad slash proud instructor moment, uh, which was really cool. And then I've had lots of other students that I've, I've had lots of proud moments about as well, but that one just sticks in my head for obvious reasons. Um, so Corey, do you have any really like proud instructor moments or I know that you've got some kids too. Um, I don't know if you've brought them up and had any proud moments with them too, if you could. Yeah. Tell us about some of those proud and cool, fun moments you've had as a flight instructor. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's lots to be proud with. I mean, I'm kind of going with what you just said. Uh, Definitely uh, first solo is always a really proud moment. I mean, that's, you know, I tell all my students, that's kind of, that's going to become a core memory. That's one you're going to remember forever, no matter what you do. Um, So that's always a really, it's a very nerve wracking day because you're kind of like a little mama bird and you're sending them out of the nest for the first time by themselves. So it's, it's a little nerve wracking, but you know, when they're done, you feel very good and you, you know, see how happy they are and how proud they are. And you kind of, they get that realization of, Hey, I can fly an airplane now. I, I know what to do. Um, also just, you know, everybody in myself and I'm sure everybody included, you know, there's always one thing as you're training that is just your Achilles heel that you just, it's just a struggle and it's going to be a maneuver or something. Um, when you help your student, you finally break through it. You know, I, I really enjoy that where you kind of bring them to it and you've been, you know, even as an instructor, you know, you're kind of racking your brain of how can I explain it maybe a little different to help them. I want them to succeed. And when you, when you finally get them to get it to click and then they can start doing it well, uh, always feels really good. Cause you, you know, it, 
getting them there is just great. Carson, do you, speaking of proud moments, I know since you're a private pilot, you've had to have had some proud moments. And I know on, on one of our previous uh, episodes, we talked about our first solo um, and we talked about some fears, uh, but is there any other proud moments that you particularly have had as well? Yeah. Um, I think you know, one of the most proud moments I've had, you know, of course, is my first solo. Um, of course, my check ride. But I think in the take up, you know, people for the first time, once I got my private pilot license, that was probably one of my most proud moments. Um, that was just part of the, you know, the whole reason I got my license and it was just something that, you know, I really enjoyed is, is taking up my passengers and, you know, family, friends, my girlfriend, getting to take them all up. It's just really fun part. So that, that's kind of something that made me proud. And Corey, you've been a CFI for a while. So do you have any advice for the new students that are coming in and this next generation of pilots we have? Yeah. I mean, just, you know, obviously study, 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 study. You, you almost can't study enough. Um, but just come in with a open mind. Um, you know, don't, don't think you know what's going on. Come in ready to learn. Um, and just kind of, you know, ready to learn about be try to be aware as you know you, as our as a job as a CFI is you know we should be kind of giving you expectations of what to expect over the course of your training, and um, just go with that. But you know, really just study. That's the biggest thing. Be be prepared. That'll get you through it the the smoothest you can. And do you also have any advice for the uh, sorry for the next CFIs that are coming in? Since you know you were just in those shoes about a year ago, and now things have changed and you've got some experience. So what would you say to them? It's definitely a rating that you learn how much you don't know once you start teaching. So, you know, when you're a young CFI, I would say definitely kind of know that you don't know. It's it's not what you expect. I think it's CFI rating. I think is the first rating you kind of get it. And then you have to learn how to use your rating. You know, private pilot, you know how to fly an airplane. Instrument pilot, you know how to you know, do instrument procedures. CFI is you, you kind of know the book, but you don't really know about teaching. You've only really taught CFIs. You, you've never really had somebody who legitimately doesn't know aviation and you have to try to teach them everything and you realize kind of how much you take for granted. And so it, you know, it does, you know, everyone who says it, and it is true, it definitely makes you a better pilot because it makes you think about aviation in a different way. Um, so just be ready to learn a lot once you become a CFI. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, you do. You do learn a ton being a CFI. I think that becoming a CFI is probably one of the best things um, any pilot could ever do. Um, not just because how difficult it is, and it kind of is like the master's degree of, of, of flight training, right? I mean, I would consider the ATP kind of the doctorate, but it's the, the CFI kind of the master's. I, I think that it makes you a better pilot. It'll it actually makes you, I think, a better individual because you're able to talk to people in different ways and communicate with them in different ways that you couldn't do it before. Because if someone doesn't understand, pull back a little bit or pull back one inch or, or push forward a little bit or go up 300 RPM or whatever it may be, and they don't understand those things, you have to figure out a completely different way to show them how to do it. And it's it's really amazing kind of how you look in at yourself. But Corey, I've known you since you started out before you were even a pilot. And uh, it's been awesome watching your journey of going from uh, just being in a ground class to uh, your 
significant other was learning to fly essentially. And you kind of just took it over right away. Um, and just seeing that passion pop in your eyes that, uh, that we always love to see. So I'm really thankful that you were able to, uh, come on the podcast today and, uh, talk with us and, and some of our listeners and, and share your story because I think it's really important. We all have to learn being CFIs and being pilots and, and kind of know what's out there and know that it's difficult, but it's great and it's rewarding and it's fun. Um, is there anything else you'd want to, want to let, let some of the people listening know? Uh, no, get in airplanes. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you ever thought about it, don't hesitate, get a dis- go, you know, find your local school, get a discovery flight and try it out. Cause it's, it is about the most fun you can have. I think. We hope you had as much fun listening as, as we did telling our stories and, and, uh, how much we love flying and please let us know, shoot us an email or, or a message on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. And, and we want to hear, hear your why and what's your why for your, your aviation journey. And, uh, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear the stories and, and make more connections throughout this industry. So thank you so much. And if you'd like to reach out to either one of us, you can reach us on Twitter or Instagram at Mr. Martini guy for Brandon. Or you can reach me at Carson underscore AV17. As we wrap up the day, remember, we're here to guide you on your aviation journey. Fly safe and enjoy the ride.